0: Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners.
1: Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. And never leaves. And hopefully never leaves.
0: Like a bad dream.
1: So I'll admit that we were just recording and I did not put on the correct filters. That no, it's my
0: feistiness coming through. So
1: we did uh, We did seven minutes that I just deleted because no, it was it was, it was pointless without the correct uh, recording uh, facilities. Of course it has.
0: I have my beautiful non-nasally voice has to come through.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's all my fault. But we're here recording another live show at the Flaming Tiki Lounge and Gardens. Yes, it's fabulous. It is. It, there, there is a koi pond and it's lush there it and there's foliage and there's a breeze.
0: There's tikis and flames and parrots. And, and
1: I'm sure you can hear the music. And alcohol. And alcohol. Yeah, our yes, our favorite. So we're going to we're gonna invite the hosts of the Flaming Tiki to join us behind the microphone and say a few things As about their, their lovely it's man-made paradise. yes. We're going to have some food, some drinks, and we're going to have a great time. There's some other great folks here that the Tiki community is very familiar mm-hmm. with.
0: Everyone seems relaxed and in a good mood.
1: But this continues our series of uh, visiting Barging. listeners, mm-hmm. listeners' pads.
0: Barging into people's backyards. Yes, and then yeah.
1: recording and just making it easy on ourselves. Yes. Now, I see people are starting to gather around for the luau. They're, and eating, they're, they're and eating, we're and, not eating, and are eating. No, we're going to do that right okay, now. Okay. So we're just going to hit pause. We'll, we'll come back to the microphone a little bit later with some okay. cocktails and such, and gonna have a great time. Okay. Okay. Aloha, Patricia.
2: Aloha. How are you?
1: Well, I'm very good. Welcome to your own place, the Flaming Tiki. Thank
2: you. Welcome to you, too.
1: Thank you. I'm glad you had us, and I'm glad you invited us, because, you know, this is only the second uh, on location uh, visiting a, a listener fan's tiki bar, and so I'm glad that we could be here with you. I want you to tell the listeners of the Zen Tiki Lounge, what is the Flaming Tiki? How did, how did this come to be?
2: The Flaming Tiki Lounge and Tropical Gardens is our own personal kind of way of escapism. We, uh, my husband and I, David, we both really enjoy uh, Polynesian, he is. Polynesian tropical. There's David.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, he's
1: quiet. <laughs>
2: and we we just kind of uh, had our yard evolve and try to uh, enlarge our living space. It's kind of just a, a, a really escape.
1: And Starshine and I were talking about what a great job you've done because your your backyard—you don't. This doesn't feel like we're in any city or in any town other than we could very well be in Hawaii or lush tropical island, and uh, it's just so lovely. Thank and you. The, Thank we, we got to see the sunset over your foliage and your water features, and now the tiki torches are on, and it, I, I feel like I, I'm really looking at the jacuzzi now because your your. Your jacuzzi surrounded by all that bamboo and thatch, it just looks very inviting.
2: Well, thank you. This, this exact effect we were trying to find. We wanted it where you came home from work, you're tired, you come in the front door, you're living in whatever city you are, you go out the back door, and you're magically transported to just this imaginary place.
1: Now, just- how often do you actually come back and enjoy your own flaming tiki lounge?
2: As for cocktails and such? Yeah, just... yeah,
1: yeah. Or after uh, after a day, you know, you're like, you know, how often do you actually enjoy it? Because now at the Zen Tiki Lounge, which is my formal dining room turned into a tiki bar, you know, I try to enjoy it at least twice a week. But everyone thinks I just sit there and drink every day. And, I, you know, that's not reality. <laughs> that's...
2: <laughs> we, we enjoy the, the space, I think, about every day but for coming back here and sitting and having cocktails maybe 2 to 3 times a week depending on the week
1: i think that's a good fair a fair amount now tell me about the drink that i'm drinking right now i've had both your house drinks tonight but tell me about this one tell the listeners about it okay, you don't one. have to give the ingredients just tell them what okay. it's called okay. maybe or whatever whatever else you, you she doesn't remember what it's called that's okay <laughs> but you told me earlier <laughs> she's only drinking oh, diet and, coke i think uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: David! Hank! <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> this one. <laughs> oh, Nepali breeze.
1: Nepali breeze. Nepali Breeze. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's that two to three times a week celebrating in our own lounge that did that can, to me. Can
1: I, can I properly call it a tart rum libation? It's got, it, well, it's got an, it has a nice tart to it. I, I, do per, I do tend to prefer the more like a sour, bitter, and or tart cocktail versus something that's really sweet. And so this is really right up my alley. I really do like it.
2: Has, this is has, my fourth
1: or fifth one has, this evening. It
2: features a coconut rum in it, along with a little bit of coconut, some, some guava, guava. guava juice.
3: Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, that's
2: what
1: we were told. I really do. And
2: then some essence of ginger. Saint Germain.
1: Oh, I, see, you know, yes. I, get, I get the St. Yes. Germain after you tell me it's in there. It's yes. one of those drinks where it does require the creator to kind of tell me what's in a little bit. And then you go, oh, yeah, I get yes. that note yes. there. I get the ginger. Yes. I get the St. Germain. Yes. Yeah, the floral note to it.
2: It's, it's, I'm, I'm one of those. I'll, I'll put together a recipe for a drink. And then I have to write it down because I forget what's in it.
1: I, I've done that. And how many drinks have you lost where you've you've made it, you figured this is really tasty, and then maybe you didn't write it down and then it's lost? How many times has that happened?
2: Over, over a lifetime? Sure, yeah. You want me to count that high?
1: Yeah, just off the top of your head. Off
2: the top of my head. Let's see. Uh, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a few dozen? Yeah, yeah it happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's after you enjoy them. They just uh, kind of are, are gone?
1: They do. So... For me, I'm lucky that, you know, I've been doing a podcast, so I tend to, I will tell the listeners what the ingredients are while we're recording, mm-hmm. and I have been actually going back and listening to our podcast, going back over the last six years, rediscovering recipes that I've talked yes. about four or five years ago on the show, and now I write them down, and yes. I put them in my iPhone in my uh, drink app. Yes. And now I can actually post them for listeners, which one I did the other day was the French Mai Tai, one that I totally forgot I had come up with back on like show 108,
3: which was like four years
1: ago. So it's, um, well, the French Mai Tai is, you use a, uh, you use a um, cane rum. I like 10 cane and it's got uh, cognac and Cointreau and uh, cognac is actually the float and it's got a bit of ginger, and it's got some pineapple juice in it, and some passion fruit in it. And, um, and, and lime juice, of course. I feel a lot Mai Tai has to have lime juice in it, so it's a bastardized Mai Tai. But it's, I call it the French Mai Tai, and Pumpkin, who is one of the hosts of the show that hardly ever joined us anymore, it's like one of her favorite drinks, and I just rediscovered it. So maybe you need a podcast and you can just talk about things yeah. as you make them and then you'll never forget again.
2: And we'll always have that documented. Because
1: it's on the internet and you yes. can never lose it after that. I think
2: that sounds like <laughs> a wonderful idea.
1: So you already have this wonderful paradise back here. We've got a lovely crowd of, of Tiki folks that are here. What What is one thing that you still want to do? What do you still want to add to your paradise?
2: If I had more space.
1: Space or money, what would you do? Space
2: and money. Probably uh, a pool that looks like a rock waterfall from Hawaii.
1: That sounds like a good place to go. And then,
2: and a two-story tiki hut.
1: A two-story tiki hut? A two-story tiki hut. You know what you might want to do? Build a two-story tiki hut above the pool with with a natural rock water slide.
2: I think that sounds great.
1: Right. <laughs> now this is where we're talking money gets involved, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So we need to we need to win the lottery and make that happen for somebody. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of winning things, I hear we're doing a raffle tonight.
2: Yes, we do. We have a raffle, kind of a door prize thing. We have some wonderful gifts from 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 Appleton Estate. You can say there. that, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure I could say Appleton Estate. No, you,
1: you can say that. Appleton, um they've uh they've pushed some things in our direction over oh, the years. All right. Uh, and uh, so Starshine was really excited to get a raffle ticket because she loves winning anything. All right,
2: great. We'll have to uh, really work that one.
1: You don't have to. You don't have to make her win. Okay. You don't have to pull her ticket on purpose. All but right. you know.
2: Okay, <laughs> So,
1: so we say what some of the
2: prizes are? Okay. I mean, well, we have these wonderful new Appleton Estate T-shirts that yeah. are featuring a fantastic tiki on the front.
1: Sounds good. And
2: some Appleton Estate uh, bar supplies.
1: So that sounds good, and too. they
2: have a little, uh, a, little flash fa- a flash drive that has Appleton Estate recipes. recipes on it.
1: Now, actually, so that's what I want to win because they were giving those away at something that I was at, and I didn't get one. Okay. And, and I just I just felt so left out. But mm. you got to draw my ticket now. I want a fla- yeah. flash drive with Appleton recipes on yeah. it. Okay. <laughs>
2: we'll, we'll, we'll work on that one. We'll work yeah. on that one.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me get a drink, and we'll, we'll work on that one real long. Oh,
1: that, that 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 sounds like a plan. Okay. So 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 we learned a little bit about the the flaming tiki, and we learned a little bit um, about the cocktail, and maybe what you'd like to do if there was no if sky if the sky was the limit. You know what you'd do? You'd put in a pool with a two-story tiki hut.
2: Uh huh. I think so. And I've
1: added a well, rock water slide for yeah. you just yeah, because that, I. Thought, I think that fits in perfect. I thought that was a good idea
2: because you can't have a waterfall without that.
1: No, you really can't. Yeah. Not in, not in a man-made paradise. So um, now your. Your Tiki Paradise has something very unique, just over the fence. Do you mind talking about it? Oh, are
2: are the quietest neighbors we've ever had? Yeah. We have a cemetery.
1: And and Starshine was looking over the fence and she said, "Is that a mausoleum?"
2: Yes, there is a mausoleum. <laughs> there's a there's a couple it of them. Me. I thought it was a house. Yeah, there,
1: there's a couple. <laughs> well, it's it's a house. It's, yeah, it's a, a, house. Per, it's a house. permanent housing. Yes,
2: it, it's kind of like an apartment house. Oh, there's lights on Yeah.
1: Now Kelly, hip hula, hula. She she was like, "I want to sneak over the fence and I want to go raise the dead."
2: Well, we can pull off a few boards off the fence. Mm-hmm.
1: It was, she was see I'm convinced that somewhere in that fence is a hole that we can sneak through and we can go visit your neighbors. <laughs> And even hey. with Google and the internet these days, you can look that up and find out where he's laid to rest and you're still not going to find the Flaming Tiki Lounge, I think. That's it's true. It's still secret enough. Yes, so don't is. worry about that. You're okay. not going to have anybody crashing.
2: Oh, I just gave it away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, people have tried to find the Zen Tiki Lounge. They're like, well, we know you're in Orange County somewhere and you've said a couple of things and yeah. <laughs> they, they, they try to piece it together. We're always worried that Julian's going to show up at the Zen Tiki Lounge. Julian, oh. we know you listen sometimes. So. Hi, Julian. Uh, <laughs> I
2: remember from Caliente, Julian.
1: Yep, yep. So, um, are you going to Taboo?
2: We hope to. Uh,
1: but you don't know yet? We
2: don't know yet. We don't know about the time off.
1: Well, you know, that's that's a hard one work. for a lot of people yeah. is there's... There... There, there are burgeoning tiki events now and taboo which is like a one time event you know you kind of got to decide do I hit the recurring events the one time events what do I like better I think I like them all a little bit you know I like the recurring I like yeah. the, um, the the one time events but I like the idea of mixing Halloween and tiki yeah.
2: yes I think, I think I like that the
1: dark side yeah the
2: dark side of tiki yeah and
1: I hear Crazy Al's going to be very dark
2: I, I heard that also and the, he's going to be
1: beating bones on a drum and, yes.
2: and, the, and the drinks are supposed to be a little darker and more full bodied and just uh,
1: and I don't know what that Means, I've heard it said, but I don't know what it means. A darker full body. I'd
2: I'd like to find out.
1: What? Food coloring. coloring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's what it
2: means. (laughs) No, we we really like Halloween, so I think the I think the two together is just perfect.
1: Now, Starshine, do you think we should do the group costume this year, or should we? Should I let you go off on your own? On our own. See now I, I made us all do Gilligan's Island. We did all seven cast members. Right. We've done the Golden Girls. Uh, we've done Hollywood Monsters. Uh, so maybe we'll all do our own thing this year. I was I was Bride of Frankenstein last year. Oh
2: that would have been a good
1: one. That beehive is it it just empowers you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Adam,
1: well, it, Adam's family? Well, see, now, before before Taboo happened, I was actually thinking of being Jeannie. I dream of Jeannie. Because, you know, she's another empowered woman that I figured, you know, that would be a good costume. And, and I and I kind of like doing drag just that one time of year because I like, I like gentlemen feeling like they need to grab my chest.
2: Okay. Why not? Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll no, just I, go with
1: that. Yeah. It's just that one time of year that I get to yeah, do it.
2: Yeah. I didn't know what Halloween's for.
1: <laughs> it's, it's for a lot of things. <laughs> so, so
2: we all can express things. Yes,
1: it, but 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 that's one thing. I <laughs> sure. wasn't
2: going there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, again, I want to say Mahalo for having us uh, here at the Flaming Tiki Lounge and Gardens. Um, I'm gonna invite another person or two behind the microphone. We're gonna we're gonna do some more chatting, and we're having such a great time.
2: Thank you, and a really thank you so for coming out. We we uh, we're we're happy to have you here as our guest. You're very and, welcome, and, uh, and thank you everyone out there in uh, the imaginary
1: in, in, tiki in Tiki Land, tiki land yeah. In tiki land. And and listeners, now remember, we are asking you if you have a home tiki bar, lounge or paradise such as this. It's going to be hard to compete with the Flaming Tiki Lounge. But but you know what? Whether you have just a corner bar in your living room or your patio room or you have a full paradise, it doesn't really matter. But if you want to invite us over and you live in the metropolitan Los Angeles Southern California area. Uh, we're not we're not driving, you know, beyond, you know, fifty miles or so. But invite us invite us over. All you have to do is have some folks over. We'll bring the microphone, we'll bring the lounge with us, serve some cocktails, that's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm. We'll chat, we'll have a good time. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is. Yes. And it's a great way to get to know some people you may not already know, whether they are in the tiki community or they're fringe yes. or <laughs> There's some fringe there. here. Yeah.
2: There's some fringe. Yeah. We, have, we have neighbors that are kind of learning tiki.
1: I think I'm going to sit Kelly down in front of the microphone because I think... She's a little more shy than she leads on to believe sometimes. Kelly. Yeah. Oh. Hipa Yeah. I'm, I want to okay. get her in front of the microphone. Rory was going to sit down with us, but he already ditched us. But we're going to be doing an interview with him Labor Day weekend, when he actually is inviting us to his pad. Okay. We're, be good. we're going out there, so we're going to get to see his pad and Rory Snyder, Wildsville man himself, uh, one of the hosts of Taboo. Uh, we're going to see his place in uh, September. But uh, so we're going to go find some more folks. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mahalo. Mahalo. Okay, so we're still here at the Flaming Tiki Lounge and Tiki Gardens, and I'm here with Kelly. It's so, fabulous. It's uh, fabulous. You're, you're fabulous.
0: I know, and we're going to hop the fence and go to the cemetery.
1: Kelly wants to hop the fence and go check out the mausoleum as we were just talking about previously. But um, for, for folks who listen to the Zen Tiki Lounge, Kelly, uh, well, why don't you, you introduce yourself? Who are you?
0: I'm Kelly Hippipahu
1: O'Reilly. And a lot of people know know that name right off when you say it, and some don't. And what are you all about? I'm a bartender mixologist. A fabulous bartender mixologist. Why, thank you. <laughs> she, uh, she knows her way around a shaker and some rum. I do. And some other liquors. Try. Liquors.
0: <laughs> Just liquor them up. Um, yeah, we're gearing up for Tiki Oasis. Spy Tiki
1: that's the theme this year and and i got to say you know i really i really do like that theme i like the um, i like the uh, spy jazz kind of that that music and uh, i mean i think we're even, they're even throwing a bit of like the pan am twist and such right they to. yeah it's so mid century the espionage yes
0: <laughs> mr moto
1: are 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 you already crafting any particular cocktails yeah i've kind of
0: narrowed it down to two i think that if there was a a year that we could present gin at a tiki oasis this would this be, would the, be one. the one right i think we'll see a lot of martinis and vespers and i think that's a great thing to martin, do and martin kate is doing a there's some symposiums on gin this year and
1: very nice
0: you want to get your tickets to that and get in get into all the symposiums.
1: So, well, and everything is already on sale, so you need to go to tikioasis.org, but if you go to .com, it redirects you. It does. For the challenged folks on the interwebs. Uh, and you want to book your rooms and get your tickets now, because it's an event that does get real busy, and it's a real big event, and uh, even though the Zen Tiki Lounge won't be there this year, we keep giving updates, and we're talking about it. Right. And um, I, I think that having you there, well, it would be a draw for me. It will. I'm going to miss you. I wish you were going. <laughs> I, I wish we were going, too. But with all of the events now and with Tiki kind of, you know, Tiki, it's it's very out there and up front right now. And it's, it's very popular. It's hard to get to everything.
0: It, there's more and more events.
1: Which is not a bad year. thing. It's,
0: it's a great thing. But you look at the schedule. Um, there's like hands full of us that like Adrian never misses anything. Uh, I used to never miss anything, and we right. do a lot of driving. Um, our dear friend Tiki Kate did a lot of, a lot yeah. of driving. You know, we come from all over, so it's it was hard enough to make them all then, and
1: now there's so many more. There's so and many And now more. they're not just on the coast; they're filling in the middle of the country. Uh, there's uh, there's Durham Fun in Germany, and all kinds of things that are happening. Yeah. And so it's really it's a worldwide event. It is. We're just going to keep adding and having fun.
0: And what's it all about?
1: So, cocktails. What, I want cocktails. It's about cocktails. drinking and having fun with your friends. And on that on that note, I want to ask you, what got you into tiki? Was it bartending or was it pre-bartending or how did you no, get involved? No, you know what?
0: I grew up in the San Fernando Valley during the 1960s so you were and 70s. I was immersed in it. It was everywhere. It was everywhere around us. So, I always say there was no such thing as tiki people. It just was. It, it was everything and, that people and, did. And later it became yeah. um, Oh, well, he's a tiki person. Well, you know, so I was around it my whole life. And I, of course, started with tiki mugs like so many people did because my parents brought them home. Right. From these fabulous places. uh, Even their honeymoon in 1952. From
1: the tiki palaces.
0: The top of the, you know, the wheel at Harvey's. And I, I own all those mugs to this day. And. And Vicks mugs, so... Now,
1: because you live in Southern California, I have to ask you this question. I like to ask people who collect mugs. Do you put earthquake putty on your mugs, your good ones?
0: I I have to tell you, shh, don't don't tell. Um, my <laughs> stuff is in storage right now because I'm getting ready to um, do that big, fabulous uh, home bar. And they've been in storage for... Well, actually, they've been and in storage. And they're nice and safe. Yes.
1: Like... Like... like Bubble bubble wrap and all. There's like
0: 1,200 of them. Oh my god! Yes, they're bubbled. I could I could literally take them out of storage, put them into a U-Haul, and take them to New York City, and probably none of them would break. So they're very well protected.
1: And I've just tried to fly back from like the hukilau, and I've lost two on the plane. You know, like
0: (laughs) were you drinking? Yeah.
1: Well, I rolled them in a T-shirt. I thought it was going to be good. It's going to be all right.
0: Famous last words. And it
1: wasn't, and then was it, the, mug, the mugs didn't make it back to California, it was a terrible thing. Um, drinking before I got on the plane, drinking after I got off the plane, and then I was like, oh, it broke. <laughs> I've always wanted to take some of those mugs, you've probably broken a few, right? Not many. Have you ever made a craft with the broken pieces? I'm not
0: crafty. Oh. There's some things that I'm good at, some things I'm not. I figure when I break them, I'll just give them over to, to, uh, to somebody and let them do some, make tables. Because you know, we, we know mosaics, there, out of there them. are
1: tiki artists in this very tiki lounge who could do things with with stuff like right. that, and that's what I've wanted to do—is maybe a mosaic or all something the glass, like that. she
0: does that kind of stuff.
1: yeah Yeah. Well, I'm real good at it. But it is—it is always sad when a tiki mug meets its end. Um, <laughs> but I generally fill up another one. <laughs> <laughs> they're e- they're easily replaced.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it it, it it's sort of spirals. So I was looking for. Uh, I was buying. Uh, Tiki mugs on eBay when eBay was brand new for like a quarter Uh a piece like everybody else was. And you had to go thrifting to get them, but along came Tiki Farm in 2000, which opened up the whole world to all of us. And really, uh, and of course, a a very new baby uh, uh, Tiki Central emerged. And so it became easier to to get a hold of this stuff.
1: TikiCentral.com, if you haven't already been there, and especially if you are new to Tiki or mid-century culture, you need to go there just to start poking around on the bulletin boards and just meeting people and finding out what things are all about
0: and find out what real tiki really is and the culture. right because it. if
1: you go to the page there it will tell you what tiki is not clearly and you, and you need to <laughs> and you need to check that out
0: clearly because
1: if you're maybe you're perusing the aisles of target or party city and you're thinking like oh look at all this great tiki stuff run away go run <laughs> run
0: like you're running for the border
1: it can <laughs> technically be plastic and that's okay but most of that stuff is beyond Triton, just horrible and it's absolutely terrible Go find yourself at least one Whitco piece or something, or you know,
0: (laughs) get buy that kitty cat Whitco. That's right, buy it. You see it, you buy it.
1: Maybe even something Kirby or yeah, absolutely that Eric October or something like that. (laughs) You know,
0: (laughs) the vendors are all out, (laughs) and there's always great, great uh, art pieces to to uh, to be had.
1: When you go to one of the events, what is one of the things that you tend to get most jazzed about, looking forward to going to an event?
0: Um, well now. I love mixing at them. I started mix, really mixing in, and dabbling in uh,
1: witchcraft, dabbling in witchcraft, witchcraft.
0: <laughs> in my in my laboratory in about 1991, and. Kind of I haven't
1: graduated high school yet. I didn't mean to just say uh, that. No, shh,
0: don't say that. You're aging me, dude. what oh, did I do it to myself? <laughs> I was in high school mixing slow gin fizzes, <laughs> and I decided kind of the truth there must be something that tastes better than this. It has to taste has better to be than something, this. Yeah. Because you go out and you eat these wonderful, wonderful meals, and then you get served um, kind of a really bad cocktail. Yeah. And I sort of look at it as the downfall to. Uh, to mixology with I kind of relate it to to chain restaurants. You know, they, you look at the chilies and the Red Robins and the Elephant Bars and right. all of these places, and they thought, we want to have these very luxurious, yummy-looking uh, drinks for people to buy. that we." Can... So we're going to
1: have a Maite that has grenadine in exactly. it. Exactly. Well,
0: how do we do that? You know, we're going to charge them $10 for it. Well, I'll tell you what. Grab that strawberry ice cream syrup and drizzle <laughs> that in the glass and then put the rum in there. And, you know, and, and it kind of, so when people think of what an exotic cocktail is or what a, a tiki cocktail is, somehow or another they just imagine imagine that that's what it's going to be. Of
1: all the chain restaurants that serve a Mai Tai, I will only order at one, and it's actually the Cheesecake Factory, and it's not a true Mai Tai in any sense. They put quite a bit of passion fruit juice in theirs, which I don't really consider a Mai Tai. But it's still a good drink. I just wish they'd call it something else. Something else. That's what they I should. Say. They should call it not a mai tai. Yeah,
0: not a mai tai. There like literally,
1: that's what they that should call it. It tastes very good, but it's, it's not it's a, a mai good tai. drink, but it's not a mai tai. But they do it really well, and they use all fresh juices. Well, for and me, it's
0: Trader Vic's, and that's liquor. the bottom line. But that's a whole nother
1: topic. So you like you like a sour mai tai with with good rum notes and the. And um,
0: yeah, like a boozier... Mai Tai, not as boozy as like Valley High, doesn't need (laughs) to set me on fire or anything like that. But that was kind of where I came from, so I started doing little cocktail catering things in about 1991. And then uh, I didn't actually uh, work behind a real bar until I did uh, uh, back about six years ago out in the desert in a great big rockabilly bar. And we served a lot of PBR, a lot of PBRs. mm. And I would beg and beg to, you know, get to make a what we called a tiki cocktail then, you know, an exotic cocktail. A right
1: pop, proper exotic cocktail. And my
0: boss was said, nobody will buy them. And I said, well, give me one night and yep. I'll bring, I'll bring Orjad, I'll bring things. Mm. And she said, okay, you have one night. And it was like the biggest night of the bar ever. I said, I, now can we do it? Now that I've proved that it will work, right. can we do it? And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> really? <laughs> absolutely not. And by <laughs> then I was bartending out at Kirby and Polly's uh, Rumpus, Rumpus Room. Room. This was over three years ago. And um, and it and it, it kind of happened because nobody else really wanted to bartend. We'd always have anywhere from uh, 15 people to 50 people in this little area over at Curvy and Polly's. And I said, oh, I can do this. You know, I have this whole little recipe book. Right? That, can I do it? Can I do it? And so it just kind of evolved. And then. Um, and, and how
1: many drinks do you have in your uh, repertoire? You know. Um, that i would serve 80. that you like to admit to yeah yeah
0: um at last count there were about 80 and there, i can't i can tell you honestly that out of those when i say 80 i would serve any of those 80 hmm. you know you could probably open any quite a any, few any any mixologist or any really great bartender could probably open up his little black book or her little black book and say i have 200 drinks in here but you know some of them don't get finished or some of them you bypass because the product's not available or you know when you're making bitters and you're making your own liqueurs and you're making your own schnapps and you're making syrups and you're making then you know kind of there's no limit to really what you can do if if um,
1: what's your what's your favorite ingredient right now I'm still stuck on ginger I'm playing with ginger so much
0: yeah you know the ginger craze started about I don't know when did I notice it about four years ago um, and right now, it's, it seems to be kind of popular. Not that I use it. I have a lot of drinks that that call She's for all, not it. Not that
1: I use that ginger. I but do, not. and
0: I make. I, I have a I have a ginger liqueur that I make, and I have a ginger syrup I make, and I think most of us in our repertoire probably do. Yeah. But I'm trying to go different directions and and just continually try to come up with something that we we haven't all had.
1: What do you now think is the times? next either ingredient that's been brought back or nouveau ingredient? What do you think mm. it is? Tell the future.
0: Well, right now people are using um, are using hibiscus. Yeah, you know, which is something that uh, one of the first things that I started making. Um, that was one of the first kind of simple syrups that I started making with my friend uh, Tom Morgan, Trader Tom.
1: Hibiscus syrup?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are turning that direction because they can buy some of these things, the product they can get from like Monin, just over do don't. Counter.
1: I don't think a lot of people know that you get flavor from hibiscus, that you, Absolutely. you get anything besides color, you know. They, it's beautiful, and yeah. it tastes
0: beautiful. Makes a great simple syrup.
1: Yeah, it does. I I am kind of enamored with that and um, lavender. Although I don't really see lavender much in a tiki drink, but it could. I do it. You you do? I do.
0: Yeah, it. it's I, strong. Might, a little bit might, goes a long, long way. I might have to. There have, there's a tip, you guys. One. A little bit goes a long, long way.
1: It does because you you want to you want to maybe not know it's there, but it's there.
0: Right. In fact, um, I have a new website. Yeah,
1: we're going to put a link on this week's show okay, so everybody cool. can find you.
0: Well, my friend uh, Captain R.H. Flurnum, Mike Cantula, uh, designed it and, and put it together for me. And we still have like little things that we're going to add. We still have some pages of that we're, you know, need it's to be It's a catch lovely site
1: though, and the drink shots are lo- just beautiful. beautiful. Mike did those, yeah.
0: and a couple of them uh, our good friend uh, Tonga Tom uh, took for us also, and uh, a couple of them I actually took. Shh, don't tell.
1: That's okay. I, I have not gotten all that good at taking pictures of my drinks yet. I I really need to work on it.
0: I'm not a, a professional photographer. I am not. However, it's lovely to go look at it. And we still have a uh, tons more. You know, people love pictures, so we got a ton more pictures to put up. And we're about halfway through the pictures and and through the the cocktails that we want to get up. And of course, every day there's like something new that I oh, yeah. I want to get get the photo shot and get it put up there. And then. Uh, and, uh, and and catch up with it. So it's constantly like I want to get I want to add to the website and t- talk about just that. I did a whole series of cocktails that I call the architectural
1: cocktails. And and and, 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 and well, yeah. What do you mean by that? What? Okay.
0: Well, actually, it's probably not what you think. I thought of categories of things that. Well, I really I'm inebriated want, and just a well, blank. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> here you go. I thought I grew up in Granada Hills, California, in the suburbs there, and in my little hometown. Is there's a whole there's two tracts of homes. One are the beautiful Eichler homes. They're up in the North Hills of Granada Hills, where I grew up. And there's another one that very few people uh, know about, um, uh, that were called the Marlborough
1: Palms. See, and I'm familiar with Eichler, but not the Marlboro, Yeah. Yeah, and his name was I
0: don't know. It's K O N I G. Oh, and, yeah, I'm
1: familiar with that. yeah. Okay, the and, and yeah. they're
0: li- they're smaller than the Eichler homes. However, okay. they were actually in that neighborhood of Granada Hills. Uh, three years prior to the Eichlers even being there. Huh. And they're right around uh, You think um, Havenhurst, Devonshire, San Jose Street, right on the flats of Granada Hills. That's the neighborhood. I technically grew up in those homes. So when I started thinking about all the wonderful things that come from just my little... Nick Neck of the, of the woods. woods. <laughs> All these beautiful mid-century homes. And then, of course, we talk about Palm Springs has, and other areas, too, are no, known for their Alexanders. Yes. So I have this whole architectural series I put together, which are very modern with an exotic twist. I have I have the uh, Alexander, which I served at um, Rory Snyder's... Um, uh, in April, was, we went to Tiki Caliente. Was it a birthday? What was it? Yeah, Is it we event? served yeah. it at Tiki Caliente. <laughs> we served five gallons of it uh, to over 150 people in one hour. And that was... Uh, that's a feat? That was. It was like, move it, just groove it, get in the groove. And so we shook it out and poured it. And um, But that's the Alexander, and there's the Eichler, and it goes on. their vodka, their gin, there... And so, and then...
1: That, so but that, that's a fun way to, to pair a drink with some history and, that's and, what I and our Kitsch culture and.
0: Yeah, I did another one that's all based on um, kind of the, the what what a hipster really is. <laughs>
1: we were just having a long <laughs> yeah, conversation Jim, about that.
0: Yeah, we, and Jim Baki and I got in this total <laughs> thing about what's wrong with these hipster people. They're totally not hipsters. They're not. They don't even know what a hipster is. You and I just we just talked about yeah. this. but you know when I think of what a hipster is, you know. Um, a true hipster was really a, a jazz musician, you know. Coltrane was a hipster. Yeah. Miles was a
1: hipster. Somebody that you wanted to pull a chair up next to and have a chat with, maybe a smoke, a drink. And
0: and drink a fabulous cocktail. Yes. So that's another Savor. series.
1: Savor a cocktail. That's another series idea. Not I chug get, a cocktail.
0: It's based on, on, on that kind of a feeling, kind of savory, wonderful, mm. hip drinks like that. Kind of a, a twist of what we would have... Tasted so
1: see listeners, we don't we don't get a lot of mixologists behind the bar and so when we have one, you know, like Kelly, it's it's so nice to talk about cocktails because we have listeners who really appreciate this kind of conversation and say, You guys don't do that enough. I said, Well, you know, because we usually just hit record and get drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with not that. Not to either. say we're not doing that right
1: now, but uh, but it's 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 lovely to have you and have, you know, this type of conversation. Yeah, so and you sound edumacated in everything. I do.
0: Yeah. yeah. I got taught. I got schooled. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, so those are some of the, 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 you know, on the website, I want to get that stuff up and explain just that. And this is what this series of cocktails is about. This is what the, you know, so we're going to work on that on the website. But if you haven't seen it, please go see it. It's hiphippahula.com. Yep.
1: And, again, you're going to get the link at com on the blog post for episode number 257 how many of these we've done wow a little over six wow. years yeah time flies I didn't really
0: realize that six years well because That's you know lot we just,
1: I built a I built a, t- a tiki bar out of plywood one day and then realized I really never have anybody come visit it <laughs> and then I said to my friend hey I have this computer that has a microphone maybe we should sit behind it and drink and say things and people started listening all over the world it was the weirdest damn thing ever and you know six 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 and a half years later and we have four co-hosts now, and it's just a lot of fun. And we and we get invited to people's homes and, and meet lovely folks like And we Kelly. drink. And yes. we drink.
0: We drink Shakuhula Bossa Nova's. <laughs> we, drink we drink Alexander's. We drink okay. Yeah. Yeah, we drink. There's a lot of good cocktails here tonight. Our, our host and hostess, uh, the Flaming Tiki.
1: Come on number eight or nine. Yeah. Starshine's driving home. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a thing. I always drive to a place. She always she drives, drives home. home from a place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I I know I, I, I usually, I you almost never have anyone to, you know, I drive a long way, so I,
1: I, you have, do, to maintain, I have to
0: maintain here. <laughs> well, actually, I'm clear out, yeah, I'm gonna clear out in the Antelope Valley right now.
1: Oh my gosh. Not for long. That's but, the Valley Valley.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's that? We'll
1: be leaving soon, after. We'll be leaving soon after. Yeah, yeah. Valley Valley. But uh, Tiki
0: Oasis, you can see us there in room yeah. 1503. She already uh, knows her room number. 1503 is the uh, awesome suite uh, where I'm going to join the Ding Dong Devils. Nice. And John O. as Mr. Moto. If you're not familiar with Mr. Moto. Mr. Moto is one of our very first um, uh, pieces of literature and movies that were made about, you know, spies. And he's a Japanese-American spy. And 1937 was Think Fast, Mr. Moto. So I've designed a cocktail based on, uh, it, it, please go watch this because it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, uh, Hakadoti Highball. Spell that. Yeah, spell that. It's actually a city in Japan. Yeah. And he spills, I love it because there's not that many movies that you actually hear somebody recite to the bartender how to make the cocktail. And he does this. Of course, it's totally not drinkable. It's, <laughs> it's like at a pour of absinthe. You know. A pour,
1: yeah. And have you have I, you made the drink? I it, no. Just to do it, you you just know no, as an mixologist should, not I'm, to make it.
0: No, it's terrible. It it's got a whole egg. It's got a whole <laughs> pour of absinthe. It has, it has a, a cocktail wiener. A, a no, a should. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you have to go see it, uh, it but it, it you know, and then fill the rest with gin. So it's bitters, and sugar, and Worcestershire. And raw mm. egg, and fill
1: the rest with. Are you chin. sure that's not a marinade for something? It should be.
0: <laughs> it's it a marinade be. for some
1: sort of pork dish, is what I think you yeah, just created it's, there. Right? It's
0: a, it's a, uh, it's a remedy for a hangover. But I did base something just very slightly off of, off of, off of that for uh, Oasis this year. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's at ten o'clock on. Friday you're going to have,
1: you're going to have to let me somehow try this drink without being able to attend Oasis this year because. Would that be possible, maybe? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good.
0: I've got a couple. I'm really torn between the two. You know, I had out do a, do kind of a taste test, and we're still kind of torn. And
1: uh... See, I have to let the ladies be tiebreakers for me, because I'll be in love with two or three things I'm working on, and, and, and I have never had any professional bartending training at all. I've never actually worked in an, a real bar. I just like to get behind my own bar and play with stuff, and I'm getting okay at it, but I let the ladies decide. And so okay. I'll put, put a drink in front of all three of them, and usually one or two of them will say, like, this is shite. <laughs> and, and then one of us. We all have our <laughs> guinea pigs, though. I, you know,
0: I don't think it's a bad thing to do. Um, some of my uh, first guinea pigs were um, some of my dearest friends, um, Sherry Yaki and Tonga Tom. Yeah, yeah. And for years in the in the Tonga hut, uh, we would sit there and, and mess around, and I'd say, "Okay, you know, Sherry, try I hear this." Tonga
1: Tom messes around. And, I hear
0: that. <laughs> and Sherry Sherry would give her complete, and Tom also would give their complete. Uh, you know, critique. You know, and I, okay. I have some work to do on this one. It's always good to have people taste it. That you know that you can trust,
1: right? To say
0: it's shite. Yeah, it's total shite.
1: It's <laughs> total...
0: Like you. Because
1: I oh, I, I did a drink one time that I thought was going to be outstanding, and I gave it to Pumpkin, and she was like, "This tastes like teriyaki chicken." <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, you no, know, it happens. I remember uh, several years ago, I was uh, hanging out with my buddy Cass McClure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Onotiki And we We developed that night A few drinks And uh, with uh, It was It was Cass McClure And Tom Morgan And we came up with The throw it out on the lawn (laughs) Dump it down the sink Flush it down the toilet These were all Drinks that we came up with Appropriate names It happens It happens Like Yeah Did you ever
1: make one of those After that evening
0: uh, you know what? We did one time. We did a thing called the Tonga Slut. I mean, we just—we <laughs> all have these moments.
1: What's it's just a, good fun with friends, you know.
0: And then you have to get serious. You have yeah. to say, okay, serious moment.
1: <laughs> serious moment. Now we're wasting good booze. Does, does the Tonga Slut have grenadine in it? I would think it would.
0: Absolutely not. No, no.
1: Oh, no, nothing. You're, I never would use never grenadine. use that. Never. Oh, so,
0: see that red stuff floating on the top, yeah, not grenadine. Sold. So you have to always defend that. You know, because they'll send us to cocktail jail if we do that.
1: It's true. It's true. Um, grenadine, I only, grenadine was only used in the first drink that I ever made.
0: I think that that's, I think that's Called the pineapple Normal. pussy.
1: Oh, you see, leave it to you, right? It's a fleshy pink drink, <laughs> and and people will actually say, "Can you make me a pineapple pussy?" And I'd be like, "Please don't ask me to do that." I would have said, for one that. thing, I came out of the closet a long time ago and haven't had anything to do with that. You said pineapple a, princess, long, right? right? Yes, <laughs> that's actually what pumpkin princess. calls it. Pumpkin da, calls it da, that because yeah. she pineapple won't say the p word.
0: <laughs>
1: but grenadine yeah, not say the p word. <laughs> Uh, Okay. Well, thank you so much for getting behind the microphone I'll remind you
0: again on Friday night at 10 o'clock in room 1503. 1503. Come see the the mysterious John O. Yes. As Mr. Moto.
1: That sounds fabulous. And Tiki Oasis this year is August 18th through 20th. Is that right? Am I getting the right dates? The 18th is a
3: Saturday.
1: So maybe the 17th or the... (laughs) 21st, something
0: like that. Yeah,
1: I think that's right. Room
0: 1503, 10 o'clock on Friday
1: Again, another link at ZantiquiLounge.com. We were lucky enough to have them play our room at Caliente for a little Aren't VIP party. That was fun. are they fun? Yes. you got to listen to their lyrics. They're funky fun.
0: Because I... that's so tongue-in-cheek, it's fabulous. Yeah. You, have,
1: you have to listen to the lyrics. That's and right. They what are they have a new
0: They have a new uh, CD coming out, too. So we're going to hear some of that stuff at our, at our big party. I think now we get party. to throw
1: on their link as well. We've, 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 we've had them on before, and we'll do it again. You know what? I think those are fun, fun, great, nice people. I enjoy their company. And with so many people in the Tiki culture, just very approachable. I Very. There, there, there are a few, a few snobbish celebrities out there. There are, but for the most part, everyone's very approachable.
0: Yeah. What is my uh, our our good friend uh, Rory Schneider, who was here earlier. He was. He was. But he's uh, kind of
1: snobbish, so he left.
0: He re- <laughs> he refers them to us. Our tiki celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good fun, though, right? When it's not Plenty. fun, we don't do it anymore.
1: That's right. That's right. Unless. it's Yeah. Hard. Unless what? Unless it's Unless it's work, it is work. But we know make work we fun. laugh, but we make work fun. We make work fun. We
0: have the best job, you know. I always say I <laughs> have the best job in the world because I get to stand by the, behind the bar, talk to your friends, you know, make them cocktails, a good job, listen to really cool music, and once in a while, you can say shite. Yes. You can't do that at a lot of jobs. Any of that. <laughs>
1: you, you can't, but you can also do it on a podcast that has an explicit filter, so or doesn't have an explicit filter, just right. an explicit tag. So
0: hiphipahula.com. See where I'm going to be next. See where I'm going. See what's in my future.
1: Wonderful. Come
0: see me at Tiki Oasis. You won't, cause you're not coming, and I'm gonna miss you. I know.
1: But here, here's a hug for you. All right. And give me thank a you hug. for being here behind I'm the glad microphone you're with here. me. here.
0: We're having a blast, aren't we? Let's we get are. a cocktail. Let's get Let's a cocktail.
1: Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Cheers ladies and gentlemen it's sunshine again we're gonna we're gonna sing happy birthday to starshine who just had a birthday and uh and sherry one of our new friends here this evening we're gonna say happy birthday to her too so uh our host here at the flaming tiki are getting the cake with a candle on it and uh and we're gonna sing happy birthday here in the makeshift Tiki lounge at the flaming tiki lounge and gardens here in just a second no, we're not doing a conga. We're not doing a conga. We're not going to make anybody do that. So uh, we have two very, very important people here today. Two. And there are many important people here, but there are two particularly very important people who maybe are celebrating something quite recently. So if there were a device that we could celebrate that special something with, that could maybe come around the corner, maybe, slowly, so that it doesn't blow out, so that it <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> Very slowly. You
3: don't want to come too fast now.
1: The suspense is killing us. And now, a big happy birthday to Sherry and Starshine. On the count of three, we have two candles on the cake. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Happy birthday <laughs> to the It's already leaning.
1: Those are some big candles in that cake. <laughs> <laughs> so now we fast forward an entire week later, and I'm in the lounge the Zen Tiki Lounge. We quite enjoyed our time at the Flaming Tiki, but I'm back here in the lounge with the cat, if you can hear her bell. Editing the show, so much fun at the Flaming Tiki Lounge and Gardens. Uh, Can't say a big enough mahalo to Patricia and Dave for having us over. Just such a beautiful home and a beautiful yard that they have truly created a paradise Uh, right there where they can enjoy it every day. Which I know for a lot of us is a dream come true. Maybe something that a lot of you are thinking about. But again, you know, you don't have to have a whole yard and a whole home to deck out. Just start with one corner, just one little place, and make it something special. And fancy yourself up a cocktail or two and invite some people over and enjoy it. Well, I think that about does it for us. So we had a great time. We got to talk to Kelly Hippahula, and we're going to put links to her website and some of the stuff that she talked about with us. Uh, We got to say happy birthday to Starshine and Sherry, and we got to chat with a lot of folks and drink cocktails, and it was just a great time. I'm just kind of rambling at this point because I'm trying to remember a week ago, and I did have a few drinks, but... Uh, it was a very good time. Now, we're going to do more of these home tiki bar invasions, if you want to call them that. And the next one is probably going to be the home of Rory Wildsville Man Snyder. That's coming at you around Labor Day weekend. But between now and then, we'll have the regular podcast with Starshine Kalani and I here in the lounge. Maybe Pumpkin might even join us. I know she doesn't join us very often, but maybe she will. And let's see, Kelly, when we were interviewing her, she mentioned the Ding Dong Devils, and we've also had them play one of our room parties before, so I think it's very appropriate that we play out the show with two songs from the Ding Dong Devils, and their album is available for download on both iTunes and eMusic, you know I'm gonna push you in the direction of eMusic, because it's usually half the price, in this case, especially half the price of uh, downloading something on iTunes. And I really like eMusic. And eMusic has a lot of jazz, mid-century, exotica, uh, lounge, bachelor pad. You're gonna find all the artists that you're looking for there. So I really recommend eMusic. And they kind of seem to have an even wider selection than iTunes does. And I think that's because iTunes caters more towards the mass market, whereas eMusic has a little bit of a niche. They don't pay me anything to say this, but I've just been a member of emusic.com for a long time. And I get a lot of the stuff that you uh, hear on the show, either from there or direct from the artist. So it's it's a great website. So here we go. Two songs from the Ding Dong Devils. You can go download their album. I highly recommend it. The first one, which is my favorite Song on the album Tassels, My Ties, and Mischief. Uh, it is My Ties in the Moonlight. And then after that, I'm gonna play for you the theme from Belly Dancers of Bali, Bali.
3: Lots of yummy, fruity, juicy, tummy, tantalizer. Nice and, and icy, nice, wild and spicy, and tasty, taste but frenzy, liquid appetizer. tantalizer nice and 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 nicey wild and spicy taste but frenzy liquid liquid appetizer. appetizer and spicy taste but frenzy liquid liquid appetizer. Give me a drink. drink.